0: Hey everyone, it's Jen. I'm here. It's Fat Mascara, as you know, with my guest co-host Tiffany Suknandan. Intern Tiff is (laughs) back. See, I wasn't sure if you would be okay with being called Intern Tiff. I think
1: the listeners know me as Intern Tiff.
0: It's true. If you are a longtime listener, or not even you, when were you our intern? About a year, about four years, about like six months ago. Yeah. Um, Greatest intern ever. And she's setting the beauty world on fire. So we'll catch up with Tiff, um, which I'm excited to do. And then we're going to do the beauty headlines. I will be talking with Tiffany about dance glam. You're like a serious Indian dancer these days. thank you. See, we let her out of the (laughs) studio and away from her computer to go be in the world. And you have time for hobbies now, it seems.
1: Apparently. Well, I just want to say... Jess, we miss you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She had to get that in before we got going. I had to. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Wait, one more thing that we're talking about. So we're Mm -hmm. going to talk about the dance. We're going to do the headlines. And we have a listener question, which is a new thing since you are our intern. I love it. I've been
1: listening. I really like it.
0: You like it? It's good? I do. Okay, good. So if anybody out there wants to contribute a question, you can email to info at fatmascara.com. I will be the one responding, not Tiffany, cuz she is no longer our intern. No, but I'm still around. She's still around. All right, you ready to do the show? Yeah, let's do it. Oh wait, I almost forgot. We What's have up? a guest, too. Guest we do. Who, yes, Jess and I interviewed Suzanne Summers, like
1: uh-huh. the
0: Suzanne Summers, three's company, author extraordinaire, health expert, beauty know-how, all that stuff. So the interview will be after Tiff and I do the top of the show, so stay tuned for that, and then we'll do Raise a at the end.
1: Sounds good.
0: What did you think of the music, Tiff? Our little like do to do it's news time music. I like it now. Do you know that I'm going to use this entire podcast to just get your feedback on how we've been doing since you left us?
1: So you're using me? I'm just kidding.
0: Yes, of course I'm using you. It's market research with no, intern. I've Tiff. been
1: I've been watching. I've been liking. Jen's been doing great on the Instagram. Oh my God,
0: I feel so old. Good. She's Lord. out here
1: going solo with her big
0: freelance career <laughs> during Fashion Week. I have to tell this before we do the news. Tiffany like DM'd me or you texted me, and you were like, I really like the content you're doing. And I was like, Yes, Tiff approves. Anyway, you ready for the news? Yes. Okay. So this week in acquisitions, always a beauty company buying a beauty company. Mm-hmm. Elf Beauty is starting to turn themselves into a big corporation. They have acquired Well Beauty. It's that, you know, that brand with the number three yeah. instead of the A mm-hmm. um, to the tune of $27 million. And the the buzz on that is that they want to get into the clean beauty space. And Well is a clean beauty brand. So we've got that going Mm -hmm. on. Next up, I don't know if you heard, Harvey Nichols, like, redid their entire beauty world over in London. They have this huge new beauty thing. Mm -hmm. Jess and I are just gunning that they're going to ask us to do a live podcast there. So in the hopes of that, I want to report on some more news at Harvey Nichols. They are expanding into building a new fragrance room, which will carry 100-plus brands, including some exclusive fragrances. Couldn't you just see us there, like hosting a fragrance That's podcast? So you and we could bring you, and we'll just have like Definitely. a London trip. Okay, amazing. Now it's time for the science. Since Jess has been gone, of getting super nerdy, um, you want to talk CBD with me?
1: Sure, let's do it.
0: Big news, big news last mm-hmm. week. Sephora decided to establish new standards for CBD products sold in their stores, which okay. is big here in the United States because there really isn't any yeah, regulation. No OK, so you're ready. Here's what they're requiring. Any brand with CBD in their store needs to do this in order to be sold. Um, they have to be from hemp grown in the United States. It has to be tested at least three times for quality and purity. And okay. then brands must have a certificate of analysis that verifies the CBD content and any claims. And they have to also be Sephora's clean beauty standard, which I'm sure you know Mm -hmm. about, which I thought was interesting because I was like, are they just assuming every CBD brand is also
1: clean? Right. Yeah.
0: Which I feel like is a good assumption, maybe because they know what the
1: exceptions are for that.
0: I know. So I did do a little research, though, on the thing about the CBD claims. And that's what I just wanted to fill people in on. The thing about the claims is really interesting because I don't think a lot of people realize what a claim means. So I went looking at some of the CBD products on Sephora's site. And, for example, there's a lotion that says it contains CBD because it's, quote, restorative and soothing. That's not a claim because it's just a general marketing term. So they wouldn't require any sort of verification and they could still be sold there. But then there was this other product that said the CBD and its ingredient, uh, sorry, calms redness and clears blemishes. And to me, clears blemishes is Is, a a claim. Yeah. Like you're about to say. So I don't know where they're going to be able to verify that because they're going to have to do some of the research that Jess and I have ongoing talked about how Mm -hmm. we haven't really seen a lot of from CBD. So it'll be, I'm curious to see if some of the CBD brands they sell right now are still going to be sold there once this goes into effect. So that was my science nerdy news. And last, in hair news, just a little fun here, um, Miss Luna Legend, daughter of Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, got her first haircut, which I <laughs> the only reason I'm making this news <laughs> is because a former Fat Mascara guest cut her hair. Can Aww. you guess who it is?
1: I want to say Sally Hirschberger. <laughs> no, it was Jen Atkin. Oh, which means well, they're sense. good friends. Yeah, I should have guessed it. It's Damn. okay. I put you on the spot.
0: Um so that's the hair news of the day and those are your beauty headlines of the week.
1: Thank you, anchor beauty woman Jen.
0: <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never going to get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Okay, what have you been up to, Tiff?
1: Ooh, okay, so, um... As the listeners may know, I'm at FIT studying cosmetics and fragrance marketing. Uh, I got accepted, I think, last year when I was with you guys. So I'm in my second semester of that. I'm also now interning at Fashion Snoops for Beauty. Oh, cool. So that's been really interesting. And then...
0: Not as fun as your internship at Fat Mascara, I'm sure.
1: Oh, Fat Mascara was a blast. It's okay. I do you guys have, so much. We don't have
0: to tell them to listen. <laughs> we'll, don't tell them to listen because we don't need them to hear that. It's fine. <laughs> I also noticed because I follow you on Instagram. Uh-huh. Um, you've been dancing more.
1: I
3: have. I know this
0: is a big part <laughs> of your life, though. It so is. and I've always wanted to ask you about it. But there mm-hmm. were like now I'm just going to do it on our show. So what kind of dance is it that you do? Because the performances are beautiful.
1: Oh, Thank you. So I'm classically trained in Kathak and Udisi dance. Mm-hmm. Those are two styles of Indian dance. And then the performances that you see, I'm sure everyone else, if you follow me. Um,
0: oh, wait. G- give your handle.
1: Oh, at Tiffany Karishma. K-A-R-I-S-H-M-A.
0: She has a highlight reel, actually, of her <laughs> dancing. It's Aww. amazing. Okay, Thank so those you. are the two
1: styles. Yeah. At- and then what you see is basically a f- a, like a combination of the two mixed with Bollywood and some folk. We kind of mix it up a lot because we're trained in in both styles of classical dance. Yeah, but um, it's more like Bollywood. If you've ever seen the Indian movies, things like that. Yeah, so
0: that's what I recognized when I was watching. Mm-hmm. And so here's what I wanted to ask you as a dancer, and just because it's beauty, glam, prep. Do you obviously the outfits are gorgeous, but like, do you do anything specific for your beauty, like for your hair and your makeup when you're doing a dance performance?
1: It's so funny you ask, because dance is actually how I learned to do makeup. Oh, really? So I've been dancing since I was four years old. And my mom, like, she's not a makeup fanatic. She didn't know how to do it. She just knows blush. Okay. Which, I love blush. But, um, (laughs) yeah, so I started learning how to do my own makeup, watching, like, YouTube tutorials at, like, the youngest age ever. It looked not great, but here I am now. Um, So in terms of what I do to prepare, the classic, what you would do for a classic full glam.
0: So it's, like, like stage makeup you're doing? yeah, okay. and
1: if you know that stage makeup requires more makeup than you would look in person because of the all the lighting tends yeah. to wash you out.
0: Yeah, your eyes always look amazing. Thank what do you, you. What do you do to them before a performance?
1: I love the eye patches.
0: Oh, like your skin. like you Yeah, for prep.
1: Which... And I always do a face mask, like a night before a performance or something like that. It's fat mascara. You have to tell us which one. It's the Garnier Moisture Bomb, the sheet mask. Oh, I yeah. love them. And I tend not to like a lot of sheet masks, but I really like that one. I know it well. And then for the eye patches, I kind of just use whatever's in rotation. Tarte has great ones and then a few other ones. But um, in terms of the eye makeup, got to have glitter. Glitter? Yeah. Oh my God, or not, so not actual wristies. glitter, but like.
0: Something shimmery. Nothing matte.
1: Yeah, it has to be shimmery. To catch the lights. I recently, well, not recently, maybe in the last few years, have been using, I don't know if you've heard of Dose of Colors. Yeah. The Desi Perkins and Katie palette with all the nice like eyeshadows that are so easy to go on. And they're glitter, but they're like one swipe on. So that's been a good rotation. Eyeliner is extremely important to emphasize your eyes. And then you wouldn't have guessed it, but um, pedicures for prep. Why? So we dance barefoot. Right? Uh, oh. oh, we're adorned with, like, jewelry all over. And you wouldn't think. so. I... Oh, and there's, like, anklets with,
0: like, yeah. gold and shimmer and jewels.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I-, I was thinking about it when you asked me the question, but...
0: Oh, my God. You can't have gross, like, skanky exactly. feet. And but you're... to me,
1: that's always been, like, a normal. Like, I'm the person that gets pedicures summer, winter, fall, spring, every season because... I guess that's one of the reasons but I just like having nice toes. <laughs>
0: yeah. But um well, yeah. if you're going to be barefoot in front of all your friends doing a performance or up on stage where your feet are basically what? Like eye level with exactly. people. Exactly. Yeah. So you do your own pedicure or you go get it no, done?
1: I get my pedicures done because I like I like a good massage, but um it's <laughs> extremely important. And then for hair.
0: Wait, what's the toenail polish color? Do you coordinate with your outfit?
1: You know, I've never been one to coordinate, but maybe this cuz I tend to stick in the pastel regions overall. My nail tech is so upset with me right now because she wants me to try red and that's so not me. Um, That was so serious.
0: No, I know your hand, your nails on your hands are always like, yeah, like a sheer. The most
1: I'll do is like a baby pink, like a bright baby pink, but I don't like
0: well, it has to go with all the different costumes and dresses That's and That's true. Things. So yeah. you need a neutral. Tell your yeah. nail tech to hold her, like, just chill out, nail tech. She's like, why don't you do a red? I'm like, oh, uh, no. <laughs> no, you know what you like. Okay, so pedicure is important. Mm-hmm. Eyes. What about hair? Because I feel like you're whipping your head around quite a bit. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. So uh, my hairstyle tends to just go with the, with the performance we're doing. So if we're doing more of a classical dance, we like to do buns, which – isn't the best looking at, on me, but it looks oh, good stop. for the ensemble. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, pulled back. And then, like, your hair can never be, like, in your face and things like that because that just ruins the look. Yeah. So, and the one thing that I do use in terms of, like, tools...
0: Is like brow gel to really grip my baby hairs in. That's what I was going yeah. to ask you. You never have flyaways, and I feel like you must get sweaty dancing.
1: Yeah. So, so what like, you
0: use regular brow gel, mm-hmm. but on your hair.
1: Yeah, to grip the baby hairs in in the front of my hair, and then is it the colored kind or the clear kind? It's just clear. Any but particular, um, I'm sure color would work too for different hair colors. Maybe
0: if you have gray roots like me, maybe
1: like that. Yeah, okay. and then. There are these, like, snappy clips, but with the – we wear jewelry, so we have, like, bendy sometimes and sometimes bigger headpieces. Okay. I, I don't know how to describe them. All I can tell you is, like, the, the snap clips with the comb underneath. Oh. So that it really grips your hair.
0: I know what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. they're, like, triangular shapes. Yeah. And you can see your hair through because the s- center is hollow. I, I want to say they're wig clips, but that's not yeah. quite right.
1: Remember, like, we dance with all the jewelry on, like, like you would for— Oh, my not, God. Yeah. If it
0: were me, I, shit would be flying off into the audience. I'm going to blind someone. You know, it happens a, sometimes, but, Does that um, really happen?
1: Like, an earring has fallen off, maybe a pile, which is, like, the anklets we've worn, but um, you've got to cater for What it, is it, the anklet called? It's called piles.
0: Pi- Just piles because there's lots of them?
1: That's the Indian term for it. I
0: couldn't tell you. Look, up am putting you on the spot. Like, okay, a <laughs> pile is the anklet, and you lost one in the audience. Not in the audience, but sometimes they
1: fall off on stage. Pins are. If we're going into dress now, pins are super important. You got to pin everything up. You can't just hook it and put it on because remember, you're, you know, you're going out there. Yeah. So, how free. long does
0: all of this glam take and prep before performance?
1: For me personally. It takes me a good, like three hours, hair and makeup. Damn, and like,
0: <laughs> girl! This is why you know beauty so well. Like you've been doing it's this since I you were little. It, yeah. Oh my! See, this is funny. When I wanted to talk to you about dance, I didn't even realize that was your your entrance yeah. point into beauty. Isn't that? Yeah, kinda, I didn't realize beautiful. that either until
1: I really thought about it. Because I had to. My, my mom didn't know how to do makeup, so I had to learn how to do it myself, and then. It's like this same. This makes
0: perfect. Yeah, like girls who are in the pageant circuit. Yeah, like they learn early all the beauty stuff because it's mm-hmm. part of pageantry. Exactly. And this is like a little bit similar, mm-hmm. but with more talent because sure she's got to dance. You. That's really cool. Okay, thanks for the tips too. I'm gonna put clear eyebrow gel on my hair this summer and hope I don't have flyaways. <laughs> So we're going to do another listener question, which I hope you guys have been liking. As I said, if you want to send your own question, you can email a voice memo to info at fatmascara.com. So now let's listen. We have a question from a listener.
1: Hi, Fat Mascara. My name is Joy, and I am from Birmingham, Alabama. Um, something I'm having a little bit of trouble with right now, though, is my back has recently been breaking out um, terribly bad lately. It's something I've personally never struggled with. So if you guys have any tips for back breakouts or how to cure that, um, that'd be so appreciated. Thanks, guys.
0: Poor Joy. Um, so I have... I- I've struggled with this as well, like mm-hmm. body I acne. I think you've mentioned
1: it on the pod before. Well,
0: i mentioned my butt acne like on the regular, which, by the way, I found out was actually folliculitis. So I'll just fill everybody in on that later. Um, but back to Joy. So she has body acne. I have a couple things to suggest, and then maybe if you can help me mm-hmm. figure out how to help her. The first thing is every derm I've talked to you about this suggests a salicylic acid body wash because that thins the sebum and makes the pimples go away much quicker. Neutrogena Body Clear is like the go-to. Only so like eight dollars. Wow. Here's the thing: when I first started using it, I don't. I forgot everything I knew about facial uh, facial care, mm-hmm. and I used the body wash once. Is it different? It is, but I used it once and it was like, it didn't work. But what have I said a million times about facial? You can't need just, to try it. Yeah, you have to use it for like consistently. Exactly. So here I am telling everybody, try your face products for a month, and then when I offer body advice to myself, I like use it once in the shower and like it's not working. So Joy, if you try the salicylic body wash. Use it for a couple weeks to really see if it works. The other thing I was thinking about, and tell me if I'm wrong here, Tiff, is hair products. Because I feel like if you have long hair, cleansers, yeah, well, like even conditioner stylers, if you wear your long hair down, hmm. that can sometimes cause uh, acne to form. And so I know there's a hair brand called, uh, I believe it's called Scene.
1: Scene by. The dermatologist, right? I think her name is
0: Iris Rubin. Of course Tiffany knows about it. She probably (laughs) did like a school project on it or something. Um, So she developed it because the ingredients in the hair care are non-comedogenic, which means non-pore clogging, as you know. But a lot of hair brands don't worry about that because it's not going on your face. Mm -hmm. But of course it runs off when you're sweating later if there's styling products or even conditioner, which might not rinse out completely. And then your conditioned hair is laying on your back, Mm -hmm. causing Breakout. breakouts. So that might be something that Joy would want to look That's into. a
1: great suggestion for her.
0: Yeah. See how helpful I am to Joy? The last thing <laughs> I wanted to say was, and this has been my downfall, always I get body acne. When I work out and I don't shower immediately Mm -hmm. after, especially if I'm wearing like a tight sports bra or tight legging or whatever, the sweat just clogs up in the pores. Mm -hmm. And what looks like it's P. acne, like normal acne, might actually be folliculitis, which is the, the hair follicle getting inflamed and getting bacteria in there. So, Joy, if you are someone who works out, like, Get thee to the shower as soon as possible after the workout to get that sweat off, and maybe use the Neutrogena Body Wash with Sal Acid, and wash your hair with the scene.
1: And then come back with your results.
0: There you go. You're welcome, Joy. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season.
4: It's
0: time for an amazing interview with Suzanne Summers. Her new book, A New Way to Age, came out uh, in January. And Jess and I recorded this interview right before she went on maternity leave. So if you don't know who Suzanne Summers is, geez. You really just need to go down a Google hole right now, watch a bunch of threes company, read one of her. I don't know how many books, but there's dozens. This is a woman who has educated herself on healthcare for her
2: own self and for others. And she has some really interesting things to say. OK, so let's I want to talk to you about your book. We want to talk about your wellness journey, all of that. When I was reading your book. I thought, okay, this is, you know, I've heard this kind of story a lot. It took a crisis to make you start thinking more seriously Mm -hmm. about your health. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about what kickstarted this journey? You
4: know, I I always think the worst things are your opportunities in life. And so when you hear those three words, you have cancer. Mm. Um, I remember at the time thinking, what have I done in my diet and lifestyle to play host to this disease? Mm. I've had a lot of therapy. You blamed yourself. Well, in therapy, you always learn to see the part you play in it. And uh, I felt that I played a part in it. I was on television series for, uh, you know, years. Yeah. And they have craft tables, which really should be called crap tables (laughs) because it's just this mindless food you eat. But it was that, and it was a stressful childhood, and it Mm -hmm. was not valuing sleep. And so I was presented with standard of care chemotherapy, radiation, aftercare drugs. And I looked at the doctor and I said, I can't do that. I said, the idea of putting poison into my body to heal mm-hmm. me just doesn't jive with my beliefs about everything. And so when you buck, um, uh, it's I wouldn't call it establishment, but when you don't go the way everybody goes, then you're subject to criticism. Sure. You know, the Schopenhauer, three, uh, the three stages of truth. First, it's First, it's ridiculed. Second, it's violently opposed. And third, it's accepted as self-evident. So we're probably in violent opposition right now. But at first, it was ridiculed. And so I listened to Dan Rather saying, Mm -hmm. is she risking her life? And then on the cover of People magazine, uh, it was, is she risking her life? And then Larry King and Andrew Weil. What uh, year was this? This was 20 years ago. Okay. Is she risking her life? And I thought, no, I really feel that if I go your way, Mm -hmm. I'm more apt to be risking my life. So that was probably the first time I courageously decided to do it my way. Mm -hmm. And um, here I am all these years later. I've had a lot of cancer. People don't know that. I had uh, in my 20s, I had three bouts of severe hyperplasia in my uterus, which is pre-cancer to cancer. i mean a lot of cancerous cells. And then in my 30s, I had malignant melanoma on my back. And then in my 40s, I had cancer of the uterus, which we removed. And then in my 50s, I had breast cancer with a tumor. And then in my 60s, I had ductal uh, carcinoma in situ in the other breast. I've never done it their way. I've treated my body, and I'm not afraid of cancer. Doesn't mean it's not going to affect me again, but I see it as... um, a formidable opponent. And I uh, feel that food is the fuel and you feed yourself um, superior food as though what would you put into your Maserati if you had one? You'd put superior fuel into that Maserati because that's a valuable machine. So that's kind of how I'm looking at my body. So I want to
2: talk a little bit more about, like, what you've learned this along the way. But Uh I remember, if you don't mind me going back, I mean, I Mm -hmm. watched you at Three's Company. (laughs) And then, of course, you know, like, I was basically on the couch, hanging upside down, eating cheese curls, like, the entire (laughs) 90s, like, as a teenager. (laughs) And I watched you do the Thighmaster Mm -hmm. commercials. And I wanted to know, A... Do you still use it? Do you still have one? Um, Absolutely. Ah, I love it. <laughs> and the butt master. And oh the, yeah, butt the butt master. Master. So So, I mean, you had like a whole second life. But is there anything when you look back at, at the 90s or whatever decade and you think, I wish I knew this? Or like, you know, when I think about the 90s, I think of snack wells. I think of calorie counting. You know, uh, did you fall prey to any of these know that, that wasn't
4: where I was going. The thigh Master was as a result of reinvention. So mm-hmm. when you get a big fist in life, do you sit and become a victim and feel sorry for yourself? Or do you uh, learn how to use it, like judo, using forward energy to win? And so after, after I got fired, I, I heard a voice in my head, and it said, why are you focused on what you don't have? Why don't you focus on what mm-hmm. you do have? I realized I had enormous visibility, that everybody in the country knew my name and in many parts of the world. And uh, I said to Alan, I'd like to do a nightclub act in Las Vegas. So in 1987, I was a Las Vegas female entertainer of the year, along with Frank Sinatra. And that was a reinvention. And during the day, when you're a, a successful nightclub performer, you can either watch soap operas in your mm-hmm. hotel room and order room service or like me, write books. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I started writing books. You know, that was that was an opportunity for me to take my fame and create a movement and bring people together. And then the next thing that happened was I lost my hormones. You know, who ne- whoever talked talk to us about hormones? Yeah, you've written about this in many of your books over yeah. the years. Well, but- yeah, our mothers, I don't know how old you two are, but when I was a kid, our mothers, it was whispered that they were going through something called... The change? Oh, Jen and I were just talking about Literally that. Just so you couldn't say the word menopause. No, the change. And so I decided to write about menopause. I coined it the seven dwarves of, of menopause. <laughs> itchy, vitchy, sleepy, sweaty, bloated, forgetful, and all dried up. Not forgetful. You just named <laughs> all seven. Well done. <laughs> and um, I love all dried up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I realized how when I really started understanding hormone replacement, and how valuable it is, is—it is not only to us women, but also to men, how you can get your life back. And that when you lose your hormones, you lose you. But now we've extended life. Yeah. And that's what this is all about. We yeah. have life extension. We're going to live to 80, 90, and 100, long after our Give re- me the hormones. Re- <laughs> reproductive years, but no quality of life. So yeah. how do you get quality of life? You're exactly right. You replace the hormones in the exact ratios that your body needs, which is different than what mine needs and different from what you need. Yeah. And and then you get to get you back again and uh, live uh, additional chapters with quality.
0: You have taught people about this for years. You've been talking about this. Yeah. you wrote many books. Right. In this book, your new book, The I, New Way to Age, uh-huh. I feel like you kind of knew everything already. Uh-huh. Was, was there, as you were interviewing all these experts, what was like the big, was there anything new that you learned that you were like, whoa, how did I not know this in my 20 books I've written already? I
4: didn't know about cellular health to the degree that I learned writing this book. And yeah. so. Senolytics is uh, as we get older, our cells get filled with debris, like pipes in the house that the water won't flow through, and you get the Rotoruta guy. <laughs> um, there's no way to clean out cells until now. This is a big, huge breakthrough that's just happened in this last decade called Senolytics. And it cleans out cellular debris. It costs about eight bucks a month. Take it once a week. So, this is a supplement? It's a supplement. Like? Okay. Yeah. I tell you in the book how to get it. Then there's another supplement called NAD, niticodenamine adenine dinucleotide. That repairs DNA breaks. So look right there. You've got, if cellular health is what the reason we're alive and ticking and energy and fueled, and when it's all mucked up, it stops working and we slow down and we're not operating at max and the body's, the machine is kind of slowing down. But you've got to be versed along the way with... This whole new thought process of non-allopathic approach. And what I'm finding is interesting that most people are most interested and most comfortable with allopathic medicine, meaning here's the the problem, doctor, and here's the drug for Mm -hmm. that problem. Mm -hmm. But if you're like me and you want to go natural and then resort to Western medicine when absolutely necessary, then this is the book for you. I'm not a doctor. I never use the word should. I don't tell you what to do. If I get a lot of people who call me uh, and I always say, uh, if it were me, I'd go see this doctor, right. If it were me, I know that this doctor is dealing with that. But I never say, you know what you should do? I never, ever have used the word should. I'm very conscious of that because yeah. I'm not a doctor. You also talk a lot about stress. Mm-hmm. And, and we talk
2: about that at work all the time. Yeah. Like Stress, joy, happiness, right. all these words that feel very like Oprah, you know, for yeah. lack of a better description. But I think people are very serious about like trying to reclaim the joy and trying to really manage stress because we know how de- detrimental it
4: is to us. Right. How do you deal with stress? I'm living a calm life. I'm living a life that, unlike any other phase of my life before, I grow my own food. I don't travel as much as I used to. Mm -hmm. And um, I love getting older. It's okay when you're 73 to not jump out of bed first thing in the morning, like I've done most of my life and lie in bed. And Alan brings me this great organic coffee that he makes. And I have my iPad, and I watch the morning shows, and sometimes I fall back asleep. She's not stressed. That sounds lovely. (laughs) It is. Do you
2: wish you you didn't stress as much when you were younger? Back then? Yeah.
4: Yeah, but but I spent my childhood hiding in a closet at night. mm -hmm. So- I, I was never depressed. Mm-hmm. I had such fear as a child. I was afraid of the night. I didn't know what each night would bring. Sure. What is that? Now I've had a lot of bouts of cancer. I bet anything that it manifested way back then. The power of positive thinking,
0: obviously you have that now, uh-huh. maybe not then. Do you think that also impacts the way that you age, like this positive attitude? How, how does that help you as you've gotten older and
4: with health issues? I like my age. I always thought when I was 73, I would be old. I'm chronologically old, but I'm not old. What I really want women to know please, is it ain't over. Yeah. And that, you know, we have a lot of chapters. For me, and I've had a lot of success, yeah. a lot yeah. of highs. And yet the part of my life I'm liking the best is right now. I'm in love with my husband of 50 years. I really am in love. Love grows. I don't know if you know that. And... um We have this great time together. We have a date, you know, several times a week. And what's that? Uh, Usually at the end of the day, when I ride all day, he buzzes my office around five. You want a date? Oh, my God. And I go, yeah.
2: You said something really cute in your book that I love that I ran. I told my husband. You said, and forgive me, I'm not going to remember the exact Mm -hmm. way, but that when two people touch or even you and Mm -hmm. a a Mm -hmm. pet, Mm -hmm there's an exchange of electrons, electrons. And you say to your husband, I just love this, like, give me some electrons. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved it. And then I, I hugged my husband. I was like, see, I'm like, it feels nice, right? I'm like, there's a scientific reason. Yeah. It's <laughs> exchanging it's cool.
4: voltage. It's really, actually, when you pet your cat or your yes. dog, yeah. the reason they like it, the reason they stay is because yeah. you're exchanging electrons. It was cool. Also, mm-hmm. something um,
2: in your book that I really liked was about you know, the practice of gratitude. People say, you know, think about things you're grateful for to sort of reframe. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of that in the culture, but you think that it actually physically changes how At a cellular feel. level, right? Yeah. yeah. So all three of us It It's like are, that judo thing you said. Yeah. Like what do I have versus yeah.
4: don't fix it on what I fix it and what I exactly. don't have. Exactly. And what we all are as human beings is approximately 40 trillion cells. And um, they all talk to one another. That's our communication system. And so um, I've I've been doing this for 15 years. Every morning, I take just one of my 40 trillion cells in my mind's eye. And I tell that cell, I love my life. Thank you for my life. I love Mm. my husband. I love my family. I love my work. I love that I live in America. I love the food I get to eat. I just do a, a litany of gratitude. And then I release it. And that cell has no choice but to go tell all the other cells. (laughs) And, you know, I could just visualize it. Okay, we love our life, we love our husband, we love our work, we love the food (laughs) we get to eat. Now, conversely, if I woke up and took one and said, I hate my life, I hate my husband, I hate Mm -hmm. the food, I hate America, it'd have to go tell all the cells the same thing, which leads me to believe that we are in absolute control of our happiness or unhappiness. I choose happiness, and I am a happy person, and maybe at this stage of my life, happier than ever before. I like aging. I like the way I look. I like the way I feel. I have wrinkles, but it's not bad. Mm-hmm. They don't, I don't look in the mirror and go, oh, my God. And I think that's because I'm keeping myself healthy from the mm-hmm. inside out. I'm replenishing. Yeah. I'm feeding it as the highest quality fuel I can feed my body. I replace anything I'm not getting with supplements. I believe in supplements. I take a probiotic every morning and every night. I take fish oil and magnesium. Well, and,
0: yeah, we wanted to know because you have that little chart in the uh-huh, book, which I, is very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, how many pills are you taking a day? Not pills, uh, yeah. I should say, supplements.
4: But I'm on the far end, so, you know. <laughs> right, I, I, like, this is this what like I 10 write minutes of no, I small? take about 50 every day. All at once? No. Or do you space it if all I out? I space it out. It's okay. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. Do I like doing it? No. But, again, I like... I like what the outcome yeah. is. Yeah. And so if that's what it takes and I give it to him also to Alan, who takes anything I put in his hand. He's he, taking 50 th- well, well not as many as okay. me. But I know the the ones that are really important to him. Um we both take um cortisol replacement. Yeah, you know, I was going to say if someone can't afford
0: to a, right. take all of these right. or can't even remember doesn't want to spend 50 right. minutes taking pills. Right. Cortisol is a, what are well, the what are the big important I would ones to I you? would
4: the game changer is not hormones. Cortisol, I would spend my money if if it was limited i would make sure that i replace the hormones i've lost in the aging process or due to stress and toxicity i then uh just the next... go to a doctor for that or oh yeah pills oh no okay no this like is all prescription HRT it's yeah. a blood test and the blood tests are in the back of the book and they're inexpensively um provided for the reader and so even before you start
0: buying bottles of pills that's the most important get thing. your
4: hormones see where they okay. are that is so life-changing for men and for women. And then and then what you can afford. If you could only take one supplement, mm-hmm. I would take a probiotic because everybody's had an antibiotic. A prebiotic is food for the probiotic. And, you know, the our Environmental Working Group did a study on um, cord blood of newborns. These babies hadn't had breast milk yet. Mm-hmm. Across the economic spectrum. So I think the most important thing you can do for yourself is... Use organic skin care, which I happen to have on Suzanne Organics. I think it's so important because mm-hmm. everything you put on your skin drops into your bloodstream. Skin care, make sure that all the food is organic. You know, why would you put poison on food anyway? I don't know why they did that. <laughs> and keep HEPA filters in your house to keep the air clean and to also... um Clean your house with um, non-toxic uh, household cleaning products. I happen to make one that's made from colloidal silver. It's so safe you could drink it. I don't recommend it, but it's, it's <laughs> mm-hmm. colloidal silver is you know uh, uh, a healing property. It's very good.
0: You mentioned skincare, and this is we focus on beauty a lot on the mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. What's your philosophy besides um trying to use the organic right. products, like you right. said? Are you like a lot of products kind of person? Like you take 50 supplements, are you putting <laughs> on like 20 lotions? Like <laughs> what's your general philosophy of beauty?
4: You know, for aging skin, the first thing I put on is liquid oxygen. You know, give my skin How do you give yourself liquid oxygen? Yeah, we, um, we make it. It's it's oxygen suspended in liquid. And we also have... Oh, um, so it's like, it
0: feels like a lotion or whatever. Yeah, it's not but like you're spraying is, okay. air on no, your face. No, it's, it's okay. different.
4: And also when you go for the liquid oxygen treatment in the spa, that's, that, that's an aerosol. And yeah. that, mm-hmm. The aerosol has... You know, it has carcinogenic properties. So this is just a pump that you put the liquid oxygen and then I put ageless serum, which is uh, sea algae from purified Mm -hmm. waters. And then I put glutathione, which is, you know, for the energy Mm -hmm. of your skin and then a CoQ10 um, moisturizer. And that's my daily thing. And that's... then I do exfoliant and I do recovery masks and, you know, the normal things, but not over the top. So I'm what... only over the top with the supplements. Oh, uh, we're going
0: we're to have some fun here before okay. we end. Yeah. Okay. So we so... always
4: end with
2: the f- FM questionnaire. FM. Okay. okay. So the it's like a speed round. Okay.
0: Just five questions. Right. Don't think too hard. Okay. Um, so first beauty product you fell in love with, or at least the first that you remember.
4: Noxzema. <laughs>
0: oh, Okay, uh, introvert or extrovert?
4: As a young girl, introvert. I would say I'm now an extrovert.
0: Okay, this is our this is my favorite. Now I'm afraid she doesn't eat ice cream. But what's your favorite ice cream? Oh, surely oh, she Salted does. Ca- caramel. Oh, oh God, yes. That sounds delicious. Yeah, I try does not Alan to make
4: it. Make uh, it? No, <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: um, okay, song that pumps you up, like when you're ready to get go out. Um, maybe before date night. Um,
4: Bobby Darren singing A Nightingale Sang in Barclay Square. Okay, and
0: last question. We do this thing on Fat Mascara called Raise a Wand, Uh a a mascara (laughs) wand, to something that we love right now, something we're obsessed with, whether it's a TV show, a product, a type of food. What would you like to raise a wand to?
4: This last six weeks not being able to move Mm. with a fractured hip was very contemplative for me. I can't move. I can't get out of my bed. And, um... I came to have such a deep appreciation for health and being able to walk. But having not been able to walk for the last um, six, almost seven weeks now, wow, what a gift it is to be able to walk and Mm -hmm. be mobile and get up and get out of bed and go run and go hike and do all the things I love. I was lying in bed and I live in the mountains. I'm looking at the trails that we have on our property and I can't wait to get out there. So I don't know if that's the answer you want, but that's all no. I've been thinking about lately. About Raise a wand to getting beautiful. up and moving around. It ties into gratitude yeah. a lot, too, because yeah. you,
2: you are getting better. Yeah. You are OK. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, No, that's thank you, I yeah. think, for leaving us on that, because that's definitely Excellent gave me through the thought. Well, thank you. Guess what it's time
1: for. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. My favorite part. Well, not my favorite, but we
0: got to love a good raise a wand. Let's raise a wand. So I feel like you did this maybe once before with us.
1: I think a few times.
0: I was super excited
1: for it my first time. Oh, are you still
0: (laughs) excited? I hope.
1: I am. You know, this one's not a beauty product, but it's something I, I love. So it's an app. It's My Water.
0: My Water? Yeah.
1: It's a water tracking app.
0: Oh my god! You know <laughs> how I need this. Remember how, like last year, my whole uh, New Year's resolution was to drink more, more water. Water. Okay. Okay. Well, so what is it?
1: So, basically it's it's super fun because you can actually add your friends on it too, and you set your own goal. You track it as it. So you're holding yourself and your friends both accountable for how much water you're drinking throughout the day. But my favorite part is that you get these little notifications on your phone, consistently throughout the day, telling you like, "Yeah, you can hit your goal today." Drink more water, you know, like cute stuff. They're cute. They're not yeah, like annoying. Yeah, they're not boring. They're cute. It really does remind me to drink more water. So I have my set goal at 64 ounces a day, which is like four water bottles. 64 ounces is a gallon, right? No, a gallon is 128 ounces. <laughs> okay. I've tried that too. That's really hard.
0: Um, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. i would be peeing all the time. You have it's a young bladder. No, 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 just no, 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 no. <laughs> no.
1: My, ugh, don't even want to get into that. But um, yeah.
0: It makes makes you more hydrated. Is it it helping any way like you feel like there's other benefits besides just like? You know
1: what's crazy? I know this is a big discussion. Does water really help your skin? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I feel like it does because when I'm drinking more water, if I'm eating bad, I feel like that just balances out and flushes everything else out. And over the summer, I did try for one week a gallon a day. It was really hard, but I did it my skin was living for it like yeah. you just feel like your skin looks plump hydrated i, mean, I and, and always
0: feel healthier when i drink water exactly and I just, yeah wait so if i join do you have like we a, could be friends okay and you have a username and then i can yeah like, i need a competitive spirit in order yeah to get and some, you can
1: see all your friends you can see where they're at it's for oh, your and then own you log in it
0: so it's you have to, i have to trust that you're not lying to me and you're really drinking the water when you say you are
1: yeah well you add it yourself and I'm very honest on it. I okay. keep I hold myself accountable, but I'm now gonna... I have my friends to do it too. I finally got them on it.
0: They love it. Okay, now all the fat mascara users will be on it yeah, with me my too. My water. Got it. Well, I want to raise the wand to something that will make me look hydrated. How okay. about that? <laughs> this is uh, Citizen Cosmetics. I actually, it's C-T-Z-N. It's so funny. So I had Maya Allen on the show last week, and we were talking about nude lipsticks. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. Then I discovered this brand in the last week. They have 25 shades of nude lipstick and lip liner that are amazing. And the three sisters uh, just made... Skin tones for all. It's really cool. That's mm-hmm. actually not what I'm raising wand to though. I'm raising wand on to one of their other products, which is the Glow Balm Clear. So it's a face gloss and an eye gloss. This is like Ooh. it's I've never had a face gloss where it's so clear that like truly all it's doing is like catching the light in that mm-hmm. healthy, I'm hydrated way. It's not tacky. I've been putting on the high points of my cheeks. I've been putting on my lips like gloss. And weirdly, it's really nice on your... um, I love
1: a good glossy lid. Like a lid. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I'm wiping it my eyes. So even if I have a shadow on and it's gotten like a little like powdery, cakey, whatever, Mm -hmm. I just sort of smush that on. You got a whole new
1: look. I'm into it.
0: Plus, I really just like the whole brand story. You guys should check it out. CTZN Cosmetics. And the name of the product is Glow Balm Clear.
2: Thanks for listening. Our show is produced by Atwell Media. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at FatMascara. Go to FatMascara.com to get a link to our private Facebook group and hit us
0: up. If you have a beauty question, you can send it to us at info at We'd love if you send us a voice memo. We also want to hear your razor wands. Send those to the same address, info at
2: FatMascara.com. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review on iTunes. Just throw us some stars.